Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds with Lee and Shay Preston, directors of Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We pray those who feel forgotten by Christ or who don't feel worthy to call upon the name of Jesus can come to find His hope, His grace, His healing, and ultimately, His love. Let's listen in as Lee and Shay seek to offer real answers to life's tough questions. Well, good evening. We're glad to be here this evening, and uh, we are looking forward to a great show, enjoying a little bit of cool weather. I'm here tonight with my beautiful wife, Shay. Hi, Shay. Hello. We are excited to see what God is going to do and uh, what uh, what he has in store for us tonight. We are going to be talking a little bit about thankfulness since we've got uh, some holidays coming up here soon, and we can't wait to... Uh, to see what God has planned for our show tonight. We also want to jump in here with a prayer first and uh, see where God wants, what, what God wants to do. Thank you, Father, for joining us here this evening. And we just ask that you bless our time. And we thank you for reaching out tonight to those people who might be listening, who are having a hard time finding thankfulness having a hard time being thankful for some of the things that have happened in their lives. And we just pray for them right now. We pray for their hearts. Pray that you'd stir in their hearts. We thank you that you are our great comforter, but we also ask you to help us walk through the pain of this world. And I thank you for those listening who might need encouragement tonight. Uh, may we reach out to those. May your your words reach out to them. And we thank you ahead of time. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we are glad to be here. We're going to try to offer some real answers to some of life's tough questions tonight. You're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. And uh, if you'd like to call in, we are a call-in show. Our local number is 210-340-9585, or you can call in toll-free at 877-630-KSLR or 5757. And we're looking forward to hearing some of the stories of your either thankfulness or your struggles with being thankful, uh, because that's kind of what we're looking at tonight. Sometimes life is just hard. And sometimes things don't really go the way we wish they would. And so we're here to offer some some real-life answers to some of these tough questions as we go through the holidays. So we thank you that uh, you're listening to us tonight. And uh, I'm going to read a verse. Or do you want to well, jump I, in? Yeah, I can go ahead and read it. Um, we were going to look at this verse here in First Thessalonians 5. 16 through 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I think it, I think that's just, it kind of just speaks at what we're kind of looking at right now. And, and with the holidays coming up, I know that I know folks and I know that, uh, that you, Lee, have known folks that just have a hard time during the holidays. Most definitely, you know, folks, uh, just because it comes around to the holiday time where everything's supposed to be warm and cozy and family all around doesn't mean that everyone's family experiences that each year. Sometimes there is loss around this time of year. Sometimes there's uh, memories of loved ones that have been lost. And so um, this may be a hard time for someone listening. This may be a time of remembering a loved one, a son or a daughter or a, a husband or a wife who's who's passed away and and you remember holidays gone by and that makes a little bit of a struggle. Also sometimes expectations get in the way around these around holidays. And sometimes we have these great expectations that everyone's going to be here and show up for a holiday or be around the holiday table and someone doesn't come or our our holiday doesn't turn out the way we want it to, and so that's uh, that is a, a, a can be a letdown and a, a place of what do I do with the pain this time of year? What do I do with the struggles of being disappointed or being hurt still around holidays? 
Well, and so what would you say? How is how do you find thankfulness um, just during a time that that you don't feel thankful? Well, we certainly want to offer to folks. Number one, we're not trying to not trying to offer a candy coated, uh, pretty answer for a really dark, deep struggle, because pain can just be there. Uh, pain is there. We're trying to be real with the pain. Um, but so we're not just going to say things that'll just sound nice, but we do want to talk truth and that, that we want to help you all understand what God really does in moments when our pain is insurmountable and yet he still calls us to be thankful in all things. So let's just take this verse just one step at a time. Okay. So it starts off and it says, rejoice always. I mean, always is, like I say, it's always is just a very long time. And so how do you rejoice always? I mean, there's times that I just don't feel like rejoicing. And I know that we, we're really not supposed to just, I don't think God calls us to, to act out of our feelings and our emotions. I mean, it's a, it's a place in the heart, I think that you just get to where you're just you're rejoicing in spite of your circumstances but that's just a hard thing it is and it's it is i want to again say we're not trying to offer a, just an easy answer that says hey do this and you'll feel great sure. but we do want to offer a faith answer and sometimes i like the way uh, shay had a t-shirt made one time that she came up with that i like the phrase it said faith it till you make it and that's not faking it Till you make it, that's faithing it till you make it. Being able to have faith that things will be as God desires them to be, that our hopes are always in Him, and that we can rejoice in all things when we have faith that whatever we're up against, whatever happened, He is going to be in it, and He's going to keep working. But it is real. It is real to be able to say, you know what, I don't feel like rejoicing, or I feel very hurt this time of year, or I'm, I'm grieving some loss. And trying to be, trying to be rejoicing in all things can be difficult, but it does take a bit of a faith step. Sure. Well, you know, I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking, um, I mean, and I, this is just sincere out of my heart is just that, we truly want to want to reach out to to the folks out there that just come and approach the holidays just with dread and they just don't want the holidays to come because it's either a hard time or it's a time that you know cuz family family get-togethers can be hard sometimes if you've had you know a hard family past or if it's an anniversary of a date that you just don't want to experience or or if it, even it's hard right now because of something that you're going through and so my heart is just it's just really feeling that I just am wanting to reach out to to folks that are just dreading the holidays. And so I just want to offer that if, you know, if you find yourself in that place and you want to just call in and just talk, um, we can certainly talk about it. You don't have to give your name. And uh, we also have where you can call us or you can email us at info at shadowofhiswingsministry.com if you have a question and and don't want to call on the air. Or you can call 210-340-9585. One thing I think the listeners will hopefully begin knowing about us is that we we don't mind talking about how we feel. And we've had a few conversations about that and just about feelings in general. And we just believe it's important to say, okay, this is really how I feel. So you're welcome to give us a call and talk about how you've been feeling or what the holidays uh, bring up in your heart this time of year. Let's take a look at that next part of that verse. Okay, it says, first it says rejoice always. And the second part, it says pray continually. And, you know, I think that is a beautiful answer to the first part of that verse, is sometimes to be able to rejoice always, you do have to pray continually. Amen. You know, realizing, and this is just, it's just a hopeful thing in my heart, is 
realizing that we have a God who understands our every struggle, who understands loss, who's understood loss of, of loved ones, who's understood the loss of, of, um, even sometimes a loss of a hope for a moment, perhaps, or feeling despair. You know, we have a savior who knows what it feels like to, to not always want to, to rejoice, but to continue to rejoice anyway. But don't you think that even in praying, that is having hope? Absolutely. That's a great way to put it. I mean, even being able to pray. When you don't want to rejoice. Because you know where your hope comes from. You know where your hope lies. And so, you know, I, I think about prayer and I think that, you know, it says in the Bible to come, to come to Him with your needs, you know? And I think that's just, that's emotional needs. That's saying, you know, I'm hurting. I'm sad. I don't want to go to this family gathering or I don't want to, you know, to deal with Thanksgiving, you know. Absolutely. And sometimes, you know, I want to offer to to folks listening that sometimes you can feel pressure that you just always have to offer up prayers of praise and Thanksgiving. Right. But I also want to offer the other place of prayer, which is just an absolute crying out for you know, and I'm, and I will just pray this as we're, as we're talking here. Lord, I pray for those people who just want to cry out on some level and to say, I am lost and I don't know what to do with this time of year. And I am afraid and I am disappointed in life. There's been some things happen that I don't know what to do with and I need you and I can't find my hope. My hope has lost, has been lost. I don't even know how to rejoice, but I cry out to you. I cry out to you in my pain. I cry out, cry out to you in my sorrow. And I want to be thankful and I want to rejoice, but you will have to fill me in and do that for me in Jesus name. You know, I think that's a, a, a great thing in my opinion is to be able to see the re, the realness of who Jesus was. He accepted us right where we were and right where we are. And so he never calls us to just put on a happy face. I don't know about some of, of you listening, but sometimes it can feel like in certain circumstances, people just ask us to put on a happy face and just act like everything's okay. You know, if you can't, uh, if you can't smile, then you shouldn't be here kind of thing. And, and it's important to know that God is okay with our hurts. He, he's, he wants to hear them. He wants to, to help us with them. Yeah. And in all things, he can give us hope if we can just keep looking and keep walking towards him. Amen. And then it says, give thanks in all circumstances. This is the hard. This is, to me, it seems like the hardest, the hardest part of this whole verse. Um, and it follows up with, for this is God's will for you and Christ Jesus. So if we look at give thanks in all circumstances, I mean, that's hard. In all circumstances? Wow. Well, you know, we were talking on the way over here. Yeah. What do you do when life throws you a curveball? We were talking about, you know, a, perhaps a parent who's lost a child or perhaps uh, a, a person who has had some life circumstances, maybe abuse or broken relationships that have just hurt them, that have caused a lot of pain. And how do we give thanks in all of those circumstances? And I think sometimes and people have a hard time knowing what to say. Uh, I think they don't really know how to comfort in those places because they are, are a little bit un incapable, I guess is probably a better word, of what do I do in this situation other than say, well, uh, it must have been God's will, or, you know, you should just be thankful that, dot, 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 whatever that is. And those aren't usually very comforting statements, because when someone's faced with something that's really hurt them, it's very hard to hear, well, it must have been God's will, because that leaves a person kind of wondering, what do I do with that? And so that's what makes this particular part of the verse, I think, so hard, because how do you give thanks 
in all circumstances. I think it is a process of trying to say, you know what, Lord, I don't understand everything, but I will keep looking for you even in this circumstance. And I will keep thanking you for who you are, even when I don't see the light, even when all I see are the darkness and the dark around me. That at some point, your dawn will break through, even in my circumstances. So I will go ahead and thank you by faith, even though it doesn't feel like you're getting to the place where or you're going to be able to help me here. I think we have a caller here. Uh, hello, you're joining Healing Hidden Wounds Radio. This is Lee and Shay. Hello. Hello. Hi, this is Harold. Well, hello, Harold. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How have you all been? We're doing well. Okay, I heard your uh, your First Thessalonians 16, and I know that families, and including mine, have those issues of don't want to show up to a certain dinner because uh, they maybe weren't at their best during the year, and and who is? But you know, I, I went ahead. If you don't mind, I went ahead and went up two verses, and it has some kind of answers for that that I thought would be good. Go for it. What's to that it? question, it says, Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy. Encourage those who are timid. Take tender care to those who are weak. Be patient with everyone. And verse 15 is, See that no one pays back evil for evil, but always try to do good to each other and to all people. And, you know, to... You know, to work at, to work at that, you know, that takes work and that's where it starts. Um, for, you know, I'm talking about my family and me and, um, you know, sometimes I think, well, maybe I haven't heard from a particular person in the family. Maybe I'll say my sister and I'm thinking, well, you know, I need to take the first step. You know, I, you know, I need to say, you know, not talk about the issues, just hope to see you soon and, uh, Maybe hope to see you at Thanksgiving and, uh, you know, just go from there. But don't bring up anything that would make someone feel bad or talk about, you know, you have to be, you know, don't bring up their weak points. Um, you got to be easy with them, tender with them. If you know, <laughs> we're all almost 60, so we know our, our push, our, what do you call it, push button points, our pressure points. Right. So... That was my thoughts on it. You know, I've been listening to your show, I, I guess, almost every weekend, and uh, I haven't called in. You know, I haven't had a chance, or I, you know, I didn't relate to what was happening. But these holidays, they um, people that I know just want to use those as um, I've done it myself. You know, poor me. You know, I wish somebody would call me. Uh, what are you going to get me for Christmas? <laughs> Sure. You know, those things. And, and they're not hidden wounds, you know. I'm, they're pretty much on the on the surface, you know. And uh, I saw my mother this evening, and, you know, my dad passed away in 2011. I just told her, I said, does it feel like something's missing? Because she just seems kind of distraught a little bit. And I, I know what she's thinking. And she goes, I try not to think about it, Harold. I go, you know, I understand. I said, I do think about him all the time, a lot. But uh, she tries not to dwell on um, the fact that he's not here. But she is thinking about the times, I guess, that he used to be here. Sure. You know, you know, she had told me, my mother had told me that her and my dad's been to a lot of funerals. You know, the older you get, you go to more funerals. And she said she never left a funeral really knowing what that spouse or that husband was going through until now. Not until you lose someone of your own <clears throat> do you really understand. You can say all the words in the world, and they help. Sounds like you're still missing your dad, Harold, huh? Well, I'm always going to miss him. You know, he's, and I guess that's true about everyone, but the you know, thing of it, you know, can, you know, he got cancer, you know, and he lived seven years afterwards. And... um as far as a cure for cancer, I'm kind of down on that word, but it, that, that word does give hope to people that that does have cancer. And uh, he lived 
seven years uninspected after his stage four diagnosis and um you know, anyway, you know, he's one of these guys that ate right and did all this stuff, but I'm sure he had his early days of drinking and smoking and everything else, and it just it just catches up. Sure. Well, I will be praying, Harold, for you this uh, this holiday, because what you're telling us about is really something that, that we're kind of looking at tonight, is what do you do in that place uh, when you've lost someone or when the holidays have become hard, and I'm not saying that you're letting it get hard. I hear you. You're saying that I'm trying to do uh, well for others. I'm trying to give back to others. I'm trying to to contact them rather than waiting for them to contact me. But I just, uh, just want to offer to you, I hear the sadness in your voice, and it's okay to throw up a prayer also that just says, you know, God, I miss my dad, and, uh, and uh, I'm going to remember him this holiday instead of just trying not to. Because that's a good thing. Thanks for calling in tonight. All righty, thank you very much. God thank bless you. You. you know that is a hard. It is a hard thing. As I'm thinking of a friend of ours who uh, lost her son, and uh, thinks about him every holiday. Uh, those are just hard moments when you've lost someone, and you wish they were still there, and you feel uh, lonely and lost without them. And so, how do you walk through those circumstances, always giving? Thanks. And so we're going to keep talking about that. You're listening to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. Uh, if you'd like to call in and share a story either that you're thankful for or something that has caused you to have pain around the holidays that that you'd like to share with listeners, uh, as Shay said, you don't have to give your name, but we would be glad to hear from you. Our number locally is 210 Nine five eight five, or you can call toll free at eight seven seven six three zero five seven five seven. Well, and I would just like to also offer to anybody out there that has really gone through a hard time or just a time of testing and trial um, that if they were if they've been able to get through it and to find a way to find thankfulness and ways, tips on ways to be thankful in all things and in all circumstances. I mean, we would certainly love to hear from you and and hear your advice and your help, your little helpful tips that you may have uh, for, for, your other, for your other brothers and sisters. Amen. Because working through life's hard stuff is, is a great way to come along, I mean, it can, it's a great thing to come alongside someone who's working through some of life's hard stuff and walk with them. You know, um, something we always try to offer folks is sometimes it's going to feel like you want to just, or even you want to tell someone if they're walking through it. And sometimes you've even been told, you know, just smile, you know, be happy today, try not to think about it. But I would offer to you that absolutely the opposite is really more helpful. Uh, not to stay there, of course, but to be able to, to walk through it, you know, uh, to say, you know what, let me talk to you about my dad. I'd like you to know who he was, you know, he was this kind of guy or he was that kind of guy or, or if you've, uh, walked through some struggles, you know, to be able to share, hey, this is what I've gone through and this is what God has done. You know, it is, it is our testimony that helps others uh, find freedom along with the blood of the lamb and our testimony it helps others find freedom from what they struggle with so you never know when you might share something with someone that would help them to find hope and to then be able to give thanks in all circumstances and so from your own life and from the things that you've learned and the places you've walked what would you say or what have you learned about just being thankful. Well, um, as we have talked about along the way, uh, uh, I came from some, from some brokenness in my past, some sexual brokenness, found porn at the age of, of nine and, and found some broken sexuality along the way and got into homosexual sin. And, and I think it's, uh, you know, as we were driving over here, we were talking about just how do you be thankful in all things when, when that's the place you've come from. But I really have come to a place where I would say that um, I would truly go through it again to find the closeness I have with Christ. I think there is something about 
going through the sufferings of Christ. Uh, and I'm not saying he experienced the same suffering, but to be able to relate to the suffering. And some may say, well, how is your suffering? Well, it's, it is a suffering place when you're so caught up in sin that you don't know how to get free. And, uh, I just think it's, it's come to show me just how important true, genuine love and, and forgiveness is. And when you can come to that place, then sometimes life's broken places, what I sometimes call the threshing floor, where you're going through all kinds of darkness and all kinds of pain and struggle, and and yet you can still say, you know what, Lord, I thank you that you've walked me through this. Because I see it that way. I see that Jesus comes to us even stronger when we're in the depths of pain and brokenness. And so maybe right now you're thinking, wow, you know, I'm in a bad place or I'm in a place where I just can't seem to get out. And I just thank you, Jesus, that you join us even in a more aware way when we are willing to say, I just need you. I cry out to you. Some At one point, David called his tears his food, yet you were his great comfort all through his life. And he he definitely writes about that in many of the Psalms, about what a great comfort you are to him. So, Jesus, I just call out to those people that might be listening, you know, and helping them to know that you are their great hope through their through their pain. And will you join us when we come back and we'll continue to keep talking about being thankful in all things. Let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love has done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love has done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my heart. Your love has done its part. Now let him reign in my life and my Well, welcome back, and uh, thanks for joining us. You're listening to Lee and Shay Preston with Healing Hidden Wounds Radio and sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. And we're just thankful that you're joining us this evening. Um, if you are ever in need for some hope and healing, uh, please visit our website at www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. We offer a variety of services. We do uh, a counseling and healing ministry. Uh, we are uh, pastors and counselors that uh, have found God's hope and God's healing, and we want to offer the same to others. Uh, if you are interested in uh, some upcoming healing retreats, please visit the website. We have a, a men's retreat coming up in January. It will be the last weekend in January. I believe it's the 30th through the 1st, uh, and it's called the Fervent Warrior Men's Retreat. And it's uh, just a great time for men to get together and find the their passion in Christ and uh, offering a great place of healing healing past wounds and healing brokenness. And it is God's great desire that we live full lives fully and that we live them fully and abundantly in him. And so it's our, it's our, it's our hope that people come and find great healing in their hearts so that more of the Holy Spirit can indwell and uh, that we will become more like Christ every day. So if you have any any healing that you, any, that you need or anything you're struggling with, please don't hesitate to visit the website. You can also email us at info at shadowofhiswingsministry.com. We'd be glad to hear from you. Tonight we're talking about being thankful. Uh, you know, when you think about thankfulness, I know we've got a couple of weeks till Thanksgiving. But uh, I'm sure it's uh, going to creep on, creep up on us faster than what we uh, than what we think before we know it. And uh, so we're starting a little bit early to talk about just being thankful and finding thankfulness in all circumstances. Well, and where we left off before we took the break, you were sharing a little bit about your own story, and I started thinking about the cloak of shame and just wondering. You know, when you 
were going through what you had gone through. Did you think that you ever struggled? I mean, it seems like sometimes if you get around family that knows you even more of an, at an intimate level, um, that possibly you may feel like they can kind of see through you. Absolutely. And I think, uh, I think there's a, a struggle even with that. Sometimes you want them to see through you, to, to see your hurt, and sometimes you're afraid that they'll see you. And uh, that can cause a lot of the struggle of pain as well. Uh, I think we have a caller on the line. We have Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Hello. You're joining Lee and Shay with Healing Hidden Wounds Radio. Yes, good evening. First time I've called y'all, but I've listened to you since the inception of the program. And I had to speak out tonight because, um, as I say at meetings, I'm a grateful recovered alcoholic. And I, too, am grateful for the struggles and for my disease you want to call it that, because I'm strong-willed and I would have missed out on the incredible um, joy and freedom and abundance that comes from depending on God for everything, every day. And one of the the main things that the 12 steps do that's um, important for this topic to me at least, is that it restore, you believe that you're insane basically and that God can restore you to sanity. And, you know, for me, the definition of insanity is when you can't tell the truth from a lie or right from wrong. And that was how I lived, you know, the first 40 years of my life is I, I took, um, feelings as fact, and I took what other people said about me as fact, and based my life and my decisions on that, and now that I know the truth about uh, about the Lord and who I am in the Lord, and the plans that He has for me, the good plans, and that um, I'm not a screw-up, I'm not, you know, all of these, I'm not a you know, degenerate, worthless, lush. Uh, it's it's amazing. I am grateful. I'm grateful that I still get to get up each morning instead of coming to, and that I get an opportunity to do life. Um, I'm so grateful that I have been given mercy instead of justice, and uh, it's. Gratitude is a choice, and it's something you have to put an effort into, like the faith that until you make it that you were talking about earlier. You have to believe, no matter what's going on around you, what God says is true about you, and that he's going to take care of you, and that he's faithful and he doesn't change. And it's a lot easier to to pursue things that seem painful at the time when you know that on the other side of whatever it is, uh, it's going to be better, and that on that journey to the other side, God is right there as a helpmate working with you through it. He wants you to get through it. He wants you to lean on him, and uh, that's in a nutshell what I had to offer this evening. Well, you know what, Kristen, I am so glad you did, because as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, it's only those people who've been there and can see that that God used their brokenness to bring them to the end of themselves. It's it's only those people who've been there that can truly understand what you're saying. And I, I was just relating with you and I was thinking, wow. That's it right there, that God sometimes uses our brokenness to bring us to the end of ourselves Always. so that we see absolutely but a, but a, nothing but a need to rely on him. And I just love the way you put that. So I appreciate and I think I think that's a great way. I hope others can relate to that. Uh, Shay was just showing me a verse. I was also going to share this with you. You said, uh, you know, that whole uh, definition of insanity and come and realizing that you can't you, you you're insane and you can't do it on your own i love yeah. the the verse uh i believe it's see i'm looking it up here 
Romans 7.15, it says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate to do, I do. Yes. And and that's the that's the great definition of insanity. But it's uh, I so appreciate it because it's only in that place where you realize that there is a gracious, loving Savior to rescue. And I'm so grateful for your story. That's a great testament. Well, and I to add a little to it. Um, I've been married for twelve and a half years, and um, my husband had threatened divorce three times, and finally on this third time, once I got healed, um, because I've been in and out of of the program, AA, for about 20 years, I only have seven months of sobriety this time. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Um, He filed for divorce September 25th, so the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, the divorce will be final, and I've just been almost out of body, noticing how I have such peace because I have decided once for all that God is. And I just, sometimes I keep thinking I'm in denial or I'm waiting for the other proverbial shoe to drop, but I just have nothing but but gratitude um, that, you know, it's not over. As long as I'm alive and I'm sober, that there's, there's a chance, you know, we have six kids and, um, and my heart breaks for them, but I've got a program and I've, I have a power greater than myself and it's not me, Amen. <laughs> but, but my husband doesn't, my ex-husband doesn't, he's, um, he's still got my part of the disease that was, you know, it's a little bit contagious. He's not, he doesn't drink or anything, but he still has his wounds sure. from my illness. But, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm just in awe of what God is doing in me as far as the peace and my identity in Him. I thought all growing up that that's all I wanted to be was a mom and a wife, and now I'm not going to be a wife. And I, you know, had a, a little identity crisis, but God's just and so gracious that um, I still have my husband as the Lord now, and that's good, and that's good enough. And, Amen. Amen. You know. and, and the blessing there is is that you know we don't know where, where God is just yet in finishing this this part of your story. Absolutely, that's what I've been taught. You know, and that's when I got sober the night that I was pouring the last of my alcohol down the tub. God not only took away my compulsion to drink, but he promised me that he was going to restore my marriage. He didn't say how or when. or. <laughs> Amen. Um, but, uh, so I know the end of the story. I guess that's part of what gives me the peace that I have, is that all of the stuff may be happening right now, and it looks bad from the outside, but I know how it ends. And there's a lot of comfort in that. Amen. You know what, Kristen, we're going to stand with you on that, and I'd like to pray for you if that's okay. Absolutely. Dear Father, I pray right now for Kristen, and I pray for her marriage. I pray for her husband, and I know he may be an ex by now, but I do also agree that you are the God of restoration, and you want to restore her marriage. And I don't believe you gave her that dream of being a wife and a mother only to have it end this way. And I thank you, Jesus, that you haven't forgotten the dream, and it doesn't really matter whether her husband's forgotten it for this moment. Because, Jesus, you are the great giver of dreams, and you're the great giver of hopes, and you're the great giver of all that is good. And I pray over her life. I pray blessings into her life. I thank you that you have allowed her to walk with you through the threshing floor. And she has come out on the other side broken and bruised, but also brand new. And I just praise you for that, Lord. And I pray for her. I pray for her kids. And Lord, this may be one of those holidays we're talking about where she may feel a little different this year because things have gone a little bit differently. But I thank you, Jesus, that you will remind her that you you are her husband until the her real her other husband here on earth comes home. And I pray for her, and I thank you for her story, and I pray that other people will hear her story and know your almighty power. In Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you so much. Thank you, Kristen, and we are just thankful that you called in. You're a blessing. Oh, absolutely. Thanks, and keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That is so wonderful. Did we have another caller coming in? We're good. Okay, well, thank you, Kristen, for calling in. You know, that is just uh, just does my heart good to hear what God can do even through our brokenness, and I really don't know how to help folks understand I hope that you're grasping it. This whole idea of just because life sometimes hurts you, sometimes just because you get caught up in some things that are broken or because your life has gotten some sin in it or maybe you've had some things happen to you that are broken and have hurt you doesn't mean that God is is somehow off the throne or not next to you or not walking with you. It is those moments that he is our, is, is even more of a comfort to us. And I think we sometimes as, a, as, you know, this particular time in history is the, the American culture, we've gotten used to just thinking everything has to be good and comfortable and therefore that must be God. He's, if he's making us happy and paying our bills and everything's nice, but sometimes we do go through struggles and sometimes there are very, very dark times in our lives because we are to be in this world, but not of it. And so sometimes there are some broken things in this world that hurt us and that we get caught up in. And sometimes we wonder, why is God allowing this? Why isn't he stopping this? But sometimes, folks, it isn't because he doesn't love us or that he somehow has forgotten us. It actually is because many times he says, I work all things together for your good. Because I love you and I'm calling you to a purpose. That's Romans 8.28. He calls us to a purpose. I work all things together for your good because I love you and I'm calling you to a purpose. And you know, I look at my own life and sometimes I think that purpose was also to help break some of the, the pride and the rebellion that was in me. And I'm not saying I'm completely there, but I thank you, Father, that you do use sometimes the hard things in our life to break us. I'm not saying that's the case in, 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 for everyone. Sometimes a, a child has been sexually abused or, or someone's been, lost a loved one and, and that is just the brokenness of this world and it has nothing to do with God and, and His will. It just sometimes He allows it to happen because it, we live in a world of free will, but He does walk through our pain with us. He walks through our hurts. He sees that the person is hurting and He walks with us. Uh, and so I hope right now, if you're struggling, if you think somehow God has forgotten you because you've got pain in your life or you've got disappointments or someone has hurt you, God is there. He has not stopped walking with you, and he still continues to want to work with you. Yeah, and I was just sitting here, and I was thinking about, um, you know, just Jesus on the cross and how it says in the Bible that Jesus knew every he knew and and experienced temptation just like we do, yet he never sinned in his temptation. But I thought about him on the cross and how he says, "My God, my God, why have you forsaken me?" And so you know, it's kind of like sometimes you know we feel forsaken. We feel like, God, where were you? Where were you when this happened to me in my life? Where were you? But you know what? God was there. God always is there. It's just the brokenness of this world. That's what sent Jesus to the cross, is brokenness of this world. Amen. And sometimes just because he doesn't step in and pull us out of every painful situation doesn't mean he doesn't walk through us with us through that situation. And it doesn't mean he doesn't love us. Absolutely, because his love endures all things. His love endures our pain with us. His love continues to uphold us when we can't be upheld any longer. We've got a little bit of time left on the show. If you'd like to call in and share something you're thankful for or a, a place God has brought you through, our number is 210 210- Three four zero nine five eight five. You can also call toll free if you're out of the calling area at eight seven seven six three zero five seven five seven. Well, and I I have a question for you. Okay, just want to get your thoughts. 
Okay, so if you're, you know, you're just really trying to be thankful. Father, help me to be thankful. Help me to find the good in this situation. Help me to find you in what is going on in my life or what has gone on in my life. What if you're, just your emotions don't line up with that and you don't feel thankful. You still feel angry or you still feel sad. I mean, how can you do that to line things up? Well, I think it's important to understand, and it was something Kristen said on the, her call as well, that our feelings don't always tell us the truth. Sometimes our feelings can tell us that nothing's ever going to get any better, that life is lost. And, and if you could just imagine it for a second, you will find that you will see like a muddy, dark pit. And the, the more you believe the falsehood of your emotion that sometimes says nothing's going to get better, you're hopeless, God doesn't care about you, those are lies from the enemy. And the more you believe those, the more you fall deep within that slippery slope and that pit. And the way to help your feelings get lined up with truth is to pour yourself into the word, first of all. Look for the hope. Look for the things in the word that's true. Second of all, like we talked about earlier, faith it until you make it. You know, have faith that, you know what, I don't know what my circumstances are right now. I don't know how I'm ever going to get out of this. But I serve a God that's bigger than any of my circumstances. Maybe it is a husband that's left. Maybe it is a child who's gotten hurt. Maybe it's a loss, a death in the family. And maybe right now you're thinking, I don't know how I'll ever see anything better. But God says, just hope. Just on the other side of this dark night is a new dawn. Just when you think the sun isn't going to come up, that's when the sun's going to come up. Lee, this next caller is a first-time, the young lady's a first-time caller. Hi, you're here listening to Healing Hidden Wounds. I'm Lee. How can I help you? Um, hi. Can you hear me? I sure can. You're doing great. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, actually, I wanted to just um, share just a little bit to, um, <clears throat> you know, just share with everybody um, that, you know, they're not alone. And uh, my story is, I just found out recently um you know, I'm like in my early, late 30s, and I just found out recently, um, I had been researching human trafficking for several years um, because I I always feel uh, there's a pull that I wanted to help children or like save children, and I didn't know where that was coming from. So when I was doing human trafficking research, um, I found out there were pieces that kind of fell into my personal life. And um, what I found out was when I was um, very young, um, I'm from, I was originally from another country. I was actually abducted, and then I was put in um, the orphanage center, and then I end up um, at a young age in the U.S. So that's how I end up in the U.S. Um, but I guess the reason why I'm sharing this is, I think to let people know that even though when you feel like you're lost, um, you feel like maybe you're not loved, that really all along in my life, God has always been in my life and he has always protected me. And I think I just want to share that with people because I think there's many people out there that are suffering, um, that went through much worse situation than I have. And I just want to pray for them. And just let them know that God is with them, and God will always be with them, um, no matter how difficult their life is. Amen. I am so I'm so honored that you were willing to share that, and and I just want to offer to you. And I, I'm sorry I didn't catch your first name. If you don't want to share it, that's okay. But I just want to say, I am just honored that you were willing to share that because, first of all, I feel your pain. Uh, God is allowing me to feel a little bit of the pain you went through, and I'm sorry about that. But you are so right in that God has used his hope and his love in your life along the way and has brought you, obviously, to a place that he wanted you to get to. And I, I'd like to pray with you. You said you wanted to pray for folks. Did you want to pray, or you wanted me to pray with you? Um, I guess I'll have you pray. Okay. Well, first of all, Lord, I am so grateful 
that this young woman is willing to share her story and a story of abduction and captivity and and father if anything she definitely relates to your sufferings and yet you have brought her to a place of newness you have brought her to the valley of the kingdom of god you have shown her the green grasses and the warm breezes and the new waters and i thank you for that and i thank you for her story because i pray that people can hear her story tonight and share and see her hope and hear her hope just in the words that she's that she's saying tonight because i feel hope just as she's speaking and i thank you for her words and for what you've done in her heart and i pray blessings over her and hope for her in jesus name amen amen oh thank you you're so welcome and if you ever need anybody to talk to you look us up okay we'd be glad to help well, thank you for, I just appreciate that caller. I know we're getting short of time now, but I am just, I feel thankful. I feel thankful now. And I thank, I thank you, Father, for just showing up tonight and allowing some of these folks to, uh, to share. I want to offer the website again. It's www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com. Truly, if you have any struggles or, or fears or things that you just don't know how to get free from, you know, when Paul said, I don't know why I don't, I can't do the things that I want to do and I can't, I want to do things, but I can't get to them. That's Lee's paraphrase, but I, I just, uh, I just want to offer to all of you that there is great hope in overcoming whatever you fall, found yourself in. And, uh, we hope you'll join us next week. We're going to continue to walk down this road to thankfulness as we enter the holiday. We'll see you next week. Let it rain in my life and my heart Your love has done its part Let it rain in my life and my heart Thank you for listening to Healing Hidden Wounds Sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry We hope through the words spoken here You found Christ's hope, healing, and restoration Shadow of His Wings is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry And this radio show is listener-supported. Please go to www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate if you'd like to support the work we do.